Internets, this episode of the Combat Jack Show is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity's 10 Days or Whatever of Kwanzaa. You give Cards Against Humanity $15 and they'll send you 10 mystery gifts for the 10 days or whatever of Kwanzaa. Space is limited to the first 250,000 people who sign up at HolidayBullshit.com. And now, let's go to the Combat Jack Show. Internets, you are tuned into the Combat Jack Show, the CombatJackShow.com. What's up, Premium P? What's going on, Combat? Oh, man, I'm excited, man. We got a real special guest in here, man. They've yes, been we do. Doing big things for a while, man. They actually changed how we listen to music, man. We say, particularly in the 90s, man. They came in when shit was all smooth and shiny, smooth out. Uh, and yeah. they came in and they just, they just shut the building down. Listen, Internets, man, we got the Rough Rider representing this building. We got. Joaquin Wadeen in the building. Yo, welcome yeah. to the Combat Jack Show. What's up with you, beloved? How you doing, Pete? What's I'm going on? I'm doing great, man. First and foremost, man, I want to give a shout out to Boss Lady for oh, making boss this happen. Lady. Boss Thank Lady from Boss Dash lady Radio. Everything. Dr. Dash J, Radio. she made the connection, Simone. man. We spoke just and last oh, week. Don't forget DJ Miss Saigon. And, and, you know, DJ Miss Saigon yeah. is in the building, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know you got to represent that. Yo, why? What's going on with you, man? Everything, man. Beautiful things is happening. I haven't heard from y'all in a while, man. Like the Rough Rider brand, man. It's beautiful, man. The Rough Rider brand is everywhere. You got, got the Supreme commemorative yeah, just, joint on. But what's, what's tell me about yeah, that? Yeah, we just did the Supreme deal. You could check that out. You know, we did, um we in like seven, eight stores worldwide. They in Japan, Europe, all over. We online with that. We did a nice little deal with them. It's real hot. Go check it out. What else y'all working on, man? Like like I, I heard talk it's a couple of years ago that y'all was bringing back. The, the 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 rough rider music man what's going on with that man? yeah we doing we doing our thing you know we we just set up a um independent distribution situation you know we into our, you know be your own ceo control your own destiny program you know so we have distribution digital ringtone physical we we also have a radio station and um online you know, or or the internet radio station okay. we also have an internet radio station That's rough rider radio station that we gonna we already launched like a soft launch like three months ago. Congratulations on you that. You know, man. so we've been you know putting in groundwork. With, you know, our, our mission is to you know be able to help new up and coming independent projects as well as work with our own DJs and you know create our own record pool and all that. So we you know everything is self contained. You know, we are blessed been be, blessed to be able to have the internet to be able to to reach the people. You know, we have like the best of three worlds. You know, we had the sh- we had the streets, we had the internet, and we had a brand. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So we in a great position. We've been laying low for the right moment to be able to do our part. We also um, we also dropped the app, Rough Rider app. You can go on Apple. When, when did y'all drop that out, man? We just dropped that last the- week. We just dropped that just on a just on a Hummer. Well, let's tell me about the app, man. So the app, the app is a lifestyle, it's a way of life. So it's a Rough Rider app, and you, 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 you have a little bit of everybody on the app. It's like a promotional tool. If you want to go to Rough Rider, Rough Rider Radio, if you want to go to Rough Rider Lifestyle to become a member, if you want to go to Rough Rider Indie, to, you know, to, to um, do that part with the um, independent distribution, as what us bringing the, uh, consultants from the industry to the table to help consult you 
in your business. We had that outlet. You as well. You see the the music. Um, you have um, you have you have like the uh, Cure Violence situation. We do the partnership with you know Cure Violence in in the communities. We doing a five hundred one c three. We got the Rough Riders to the Rescue joint popping. So it's a little bit of everything. It's a way of life. So when you walk into this app, you're gonna see every everything that you need to see. Is it on um, iTunes or is it independent or is it on the site? Is 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 on is on Apple and and, and Google uh, Android, you so you know what I'm saying you should be good on that. Now I'm about to download that shit, man. Yeah, I'm gonna I, send it to you, no problem. I tell you, just technically, they're moving forward. You know, from having a label right off the bat, from having a label that emerged without really like a lot of internet. Now you look at it like the internet's so powerful. You know, how yeah. have how have you you know guys embraced that? Like besides dropping all these things that I see, like you know, you see the difference in how that is now. Yeah, I mean the internet is internet is gonna be a tool that we're gonna work with to you know, I, I think that the internet is strong, but I also think that hands on, you know, I you know, I come from a place where we 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 meet each other and we speak to each other. We look in each other's eyes. Yeah, we get the hands on with you. We had to do it from ground zero. The internet is cool, but I, I feel that it it, it, it it gives you great exposure, but it don't give you a um you don't you don't be in touch with the, the the person that you really need to be in touch with, you know. So, I think that the internet is going to. Um, we have a ground zero program. We have a lot of presence in the community, you know. And our people in the community, we got thousands of members that works with us. That works on Facebook, Instagram. So it's going to work for us because we all going to intertwine to tackle whatever projects we have through the internet in a viral pro campaign. So that's what we're doing right now. Now, going back, man, you said that, you know, you come from an era when you used to get your hands dirty. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I like to call it the brick and mortar yeah. era. But um, doing my research on you, man, I really didn't know your legacy to this culture until I really started looking it up, man. Like, you grew up in the Bronx. Oh, yeah, you got the history. You've been digging Tell the internet what building you grew up in, man. I'm building, I grew up in 1520, the birth of hip-hop. 1520 Cedric, right? Cedric Avenue, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we 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 was with Cool. We grew up, matter of fact, Cool Herc's mother babysitted me and my mm. brother D. Um Y'all y'all lived in an apartment. We lived in an apartment above Cool Herc's room, me right. and D. Right. So we used to climb into his room to go into his house and play with his equipment and all that and listen to him DJ and do his thing. And as well as so we used to bring the crates out as well as do break dancing and the whole nine. So we was birthed in hip hop basically. Yo, that's crazy. Like how old were you when you started hearing? We was born in it. You was born in it? Yes. Did y'all know that that shit was something special? We was young, we was just having fun with it. You know, my brothers, um, my brother Poe and and TD was, was, was older, they was 15, 16. They was the ones working, you know, doing a lot of work with um, Cool Herc and the, you know, Herculoids and everything. They so. Were, so your brothers was down with the Herculoids? They was rocking with them heavy. They cool had. Herc and the Herculoids, listen, internets, I know at least 75% of you don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, we Y'all know about Cool Herc. Yo, one of my <laughs> earliest tapes, like my first tape was Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. This is like the first week that I ever heard hip hop. Wow. The following week, I got a Grandmaster Cast uh -huh. tape. The the, the 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 uh Cold Crush Brothers versus the um Fantastic Five MCs. And then the third week, 
I got a cool Herc in the Herc of Lords. Wow. CD. I'm talking about what? This is must be like 78, mm. 79, man. 78, 79 was on it popping. Right before Sugar Hill Gang. Yeah. So your brothers was part of the Cool Herc and the Hercules. My brothers, my brothers was part of that. They had, you know, their own little thing too, but they was part of the whole process. You know, we was, it's just like 1520 is just like being in your own country. Right. You know, in in one neck of the woods in the Bronx. And, um, you know, Cool Herc was on his job. You know what I'm saying? He was going in. And, and so we, you know, it was a park right next to it, next to the building. That's where we did most of our little dancing and break dancing, battling. You had um, you had um, River Park Towers right there. So we 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 you know we we love hip hop. We didn't know that we was going to be icons in the game. You didn't know you was in Ground Zero, B. We didn't know we was on Ground Zero. That's crazy. By the way, that's our show. I'm doing a show called Ground Zero. As you should, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so who was some of the some of the other cats? that you seen like around that time? Well, I was so young, man. I mean, I was only like seven, eight, nine. Right. You know, my parents and so on, my parents had divorced about that time when I was about eight, nine years old. My brother, um, Poe, um, Mark, and, T- and Terrence, Swiss's father, they seen it all. They know right. all, of, they know the whole thing. I'm just a reflection of it, you know? So, you know, you're growing up in this environment. Yeah. What are some of the gems that Cool Herc is, is dropping to you, man? Cool Herc, he, um. See, I didn't know this, he's, man. He's I the didn't pioneer. know He's shit. the icon, you know. <laughs> it, it, it's just being, um, we never really, sp- you know, spoke in, in, the, in the language of, you know, telling us certain things and so on and so forth about getting into the business. Because there was, was no business. It wasn't no business. It was just strictly, it was just strictly a way of life and a culture right. that we was birthed in, and and you know we was raised in it, and and we just happened to be able to make money out of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But at the time, making money wasn't a possibility. Out nah. Of, at at all. that time, at that time, it was just about making history. Right. They was doing their thing. I was just part of it, just being in the mix. Me and my brothers, sisters. And you know we just we you know we was raised as Muslims too, okay. so you know we we come you know I call it military school, so we was in we was in a whole nother you know we was in the hip hop and we was in the in the streets, but at the same time you know what I'm saying we had spiritual beliefs and everything, so we was balanced, so you know it was a beautiful thing. And I, from what I understand, your pops was real strict in oh, ter- yeah. in terms of the influences you took in like the cultural like he wasn't keen on hip-hop right yeah my pops is very um you know very militant you know brother um he he comes up in the Farrakhan and uh, Elijah Muhammad and the whole you know Malcolm X era so you know they matter of fact was on the front first generation the front line that whole process of the nation so, of Islam, of nation in Islam. That's F-O-I's. crazy. So that's 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 your lineage. Yeah, yeah. That's a whole never monster. Right that's there. crazy. <laughs> so basically, you're in between. Like 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 the thing I always like to connect is how, not necessarily revolutionary, but how yeah, how hip hop was a revolution, that was kind of like the child, of the civil rights era. Yeah. But like you 
or like in between both of that. Yeah, I think we have the best of a lot of worlds. Right. You know, from being pioneers, be, I mean, from being in, being with pioneer, being right. being with the pioneer of hip hop, Cool Herc, and then you know us being, you know, grounded in Islam, and then you know having the blessings to be able to come into a tough industry and actually being do the damn thing, flourish, right? Be straight Let's go to war. We right. call it block work. Block work. Because when we came into the industry, we came straight off the block. Right. So we, when we came into the industry, we knew nothing about the industry. See, a lot of people have interns. They get to be trained up to or be in the mentors, business. they have mentors. You know, like mentors. Puff had Andre and Russell we, training him. Yes. We only had a dream. Right. A hope and a dream to get off the streets because but, we was, you know, we doing our thing in the streets. So let me rewind before we get. You know, you, it can go to. <laughs> so, so, so growing up, man, like yeah. your, your pops was a hard worker. He yes. was in a lot of businesses. He was training y'all to really be entrepreneurs. entrepreneurs. Yes. Like, what was he training y'all to be? Uh, just really basically, you know, we was um, we was we was running our own ice cream trucks at seven eight. You know, every, every summer, you know, we'll do the ice cream. Mr. Trucks. Softy or what was it was the uh, Mr. Good Mr. The good, good humor. Good humor. You had the good humor. He knows it. <laughs> we had about 25, 30 trucks. <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. Yeah, we had the good humor joint. So we, you know, each one of, um, we, we, my brothers and my sisters, we all like kind of split up and did different, um, different routes. How, how many of y'all were there? Brothers and sisters? It's six of us. Six of y'all. Plus Four. my sister, Lima. Right. Okay. Yes. So at an early age, your pops was training y'all how to do work and get money in your hands. Oh, yes. That was born. That's natural. So that that uh, that was happening, and and you know we um, you know we did we just did a we did a lot of routes. You know he did a lot of we did fish from Peru. We did mm. the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? So we we into that. You know into those pro those type of projects. What didn't you like? Like you, like fish or the, what, you didn't what, have a choice. You didn't have a choice. But but, but which <laughs> one was you like? Damn, I gotta suck up and do this one. Yeah, well, um, I was kind of young, right? Um, but um. My father is very, very aggressive. So, you know, you can't, you, you know, standing up to him is just like, it's a no, no. You, you know, it's just, it's like, it's not going to happen. Get the whooping. This is, this is, and I never got beat. That's right. the whole thing. You know, it's just more so the presence and the respect that, that represented, mm -hmm. you know. So, you know, we knew, you know, we did a lot of marching. We did a lot of other things. So we was like kind of into dis discipline, listening right. to our elders. And that's what we do. We respect our elders. And pops is definitely demand respect in the household. So y'all are doing these routes, y'all are working. What, what school are you going to at the time, high school? I went to Muslim school. Okay. So you were the whole independent route. Yeah, it, 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 you know, I went to Muslim school. We went to Muslim school. You know. Um, well, that's my, amazing, B. You know, we, 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 we definitely, I, I sent my sons to Muslim school too, right. just to get the balance of, you know, the life because what happens in the in in the regular schools, and what they they school you on what they want you to know, of course, and then mm. they don't really school you on what happened for real. So now we have to make it a balance in the situ in the system. So that's how we, you know, that's how the thing goes. You know? So you know, damn, you were really empowered, man, because a lot of kids of color, you know, I believe when they jump into, you know, formal schooling as it's presented, man, like. They're so inundated with other images and they know nothing 
about their history, about their lineage, about Timbuktu mm. and Carthage and the Moors and the whole stuff, yeah. So you're learning all of this. Yeah, we going through it. Yeah. And you're also being taught about society, racism and all of that? Are you are you being taught well, about that? You know, when I was young, I was really young. I got out of there when I was like seven, eight years old. Okay. And then I went over um me, we, we, you know, my father and mother got divorced, and then we we went to Philly. You know, I did not raised in Philly for a bit, which is another, yeah, revolutionary city of serious man. We was out city. there in Philly with my grandmother. She, right, she hold us down for a little bit. So you know, we was moving moving kids, so we never really was able to settle to finish anywhere in school. Right, you know, we we always was pull of the post. And my grandmother passed away. You know, we go from there. We end up at Auntie House. From Auntie, we end up at you know Auntie House in the Bronx. From Philly to the Bronx to Mount Vernon to the Harlem. You know to Connecticut. So we was traveling kids. You know how that you know the broken house situations. That's how it happens. We you know, just we just fortunate. You know, I come from a broken house, but I really didn't know my pops, so I really didn't feel that sting, man. How was it when y'all you were old enough to see your pops go? Yeah, um, I always see my pops. He always had strong presence around us, no matter where we was. It's just, um, you know, the politics that came with it. But you know, once you install certain type of inf- information and guidance at, early, at an early age, it kind of runs with you all the way through. That's right. that. That's that's like breastfeeding out gate. You know what I'm saying? You have to get that first Learn. that information up front. Once you give them that good information and feed them, they have that. And so we always had that. You know, morals and respect and, res- and principles. That's what we you know we stand by. You so know, when did the idea come to y'all to really start doing the music thing? Like when did that? When did y'all decide? You know what? The music. This the is music this is what we're crazy. gonna do. Well, what you you really getting the you know I'm gonna need to copy this because you're getting the movie right now. Oh, this is so, it, man. So <laughs> this is it. This is the Combat Jack show, man. So you this know, a, this ain't one of those flim flam. I, I I'm with you. I said <laughs> what the thing is. I haven't did an interview in years. Right. You know, okay. We, you know we 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 keep it simple. You know, but um, it's comfortable, my brother. It, I'm I'm very comfortable. <laughs> um, we started. We got our we got we got our first shot through a conversation in Mar Vernon on a on a corner of third and third, throwing bricks at the penitentiary. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm. You, you gotta rewind for a second. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving it to you. Why y'all throwing bricks at the penitentiary? Because, you know, we surviving. Right. You know, we 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 come from a place where we had to, you know, feed ourselves and feed, feed our team. You know, so we had there surviving and we grew up with Puffy, Heavy D, all these guys. And, you know, these guys is, you know, we out there getting chased by the police and they actually really, you know. Um, doing it. Doing it. So we like, okay, um, y'all was riding skateboards a couple of years ago. Now y'all guys is, you know, having fun with it. Range Rovers and I see you on TV. I'm out here putting in 24-hour shifts you know, out here real, real, you know, real work, you know, and getting locked up every night. So now we at Shabazz restaurant, I'm chilling with my man Tip, you know, and um, Heavy D pulls up. So I said to Heavy, I said, yo, Hev, 
Well, what did he pull up in, man? He pulled in a white Range Rover. <laughs> so I said, yo, have what the hell is going on now, here? You let, and let, Pete right, rocking y'all niggas getting all this money? Let me interrupt you for a second. All right, you're getting ready to go in. <laughs> I want you to go in, but, but and my audience hates when I inter- interrupt, but this is, I got to get the full story, man. Yeah. Like, y'all putting in work on the street. Yeah. Are y'all getting it, or are y'all just surviving? We own it. You own it. It, it. You know, we have so many different nicknames coming up. Um, basically on it, you know, it, it is, it was nothing that we have, haven't done that. We was blessed, you know, to get money. Right. So we don't worship money. So it's a difference. You know, we get money. You don't chase money. We don't you chase make money. money. We don't worship, but no money. We walk away from a deal just like that. All money you know, ain't good money. Money is not good money. All money is not good money. And you got to know who you, you, you know, who you dealing with. Right. How was your lifestyle? Why oh, was- my lifestyle is the streets, man. I mean, I could tell you a whole lot of stories in the streets. You know, you know, your street stories is is impeccable. You know, what I'm right. saying I do that all day. We did that all day long. But you saw that these cats was having an easier way getting their money. Well, they 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 went a route that actually was um legit. Was 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 a good route, right? You know, and and, and you know, I was myself was. No, I was in a situation that I know that I wanted to be out into another situation. I just didn't know where and when and how. But I knew that when I seen, you know, one of the brothers, I asked the question. I said, yo, Heavy, I said, yo, um, how can I get on and how can I get in the industry? What's up? Like, y'all got, you know, he said, yo, I ain't going to promise you nothing. He said, I ain't going to give you a record deal or anything. He said, you get you an artist you like, you can work with, you make hits, and the industry come to you. I said, that's it? I said, he said, he said that's it. I said, that's all I need. What year is this? That's like, um, like 80, that's like 86. 86? 86. So this is like the very beginning of like the whole Uptown is kicking it movement. Yeah. This is when Heavy D is doing the Mr. Big stuff thing. It's going thing. down. And Puff is interning at, 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 at Uptown. Pete Rock, Smooth is doing anything too. So this is like, so this is earlier on in their careers. Yes. Before right, Cats yeah. was millionaires. Yes. Okay. Yes. Rest in peace to my man Heavy D. Yes. Man, you know we love you, brother. Yo, Heavy D was had his hands in everything, man. Good like he brother. touched a lot of people. Yes, indeed. So he gave you this idea. He gave you the light bulb. Find an artist. Yeah, he gave he gave me this to you know the basics. You know, it wasn't nothing, no money or anything. He didn't he say I ain't guarantee you anything. I ain't giving you nothing. I'll give you some jewels. Right on that time, right at that time. So I'm with my man Tip. And I'm like, so at the steak and take, right? At the steak and take. You know, that's <laughs> we right by the we right by the, the nation. We right where we need to be, even though we 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 off track a little, but we right. still we stay in post. Right. You know what I'm saying? So um have have turned this on. I went to my man Tip. So I asked Tip, I said, yo, Tip. I said, yeah, we need the next hottest artist. I don't know where he at, what's going on, but we need we need to get it popping. So my man, well, I'm in Mar Vernon. So my man Tip, my man Tip is in, he's from Yonkers. So he said, yo, I got the hottest next artist. I said, where is he? Let me hear something. He said, I got this mixtape right here. He sold, I buy his tapes. It was DMX. DMX. I said. And, and this is, this is, this is, what year is this? That's the same time. So that's right. 80, 86. 86. Yeah, 86, 87. We and his name was break. DMX at the time. His name was Dark Man X. Dark Man X. 
Darkman X, yeah. How old was X at the time, man? Oh, X was about like 17, 18, something like that, 16, 17. 18, what did y'all know about music? Only thing we knew about music, uh, music helped us. Uh, music motivated us to do crime, basically. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you ain't so, lie. So what we was doing was, you know, when we play like, you know, Big Daddy Kane and all that stuff, Raw and yeah. all that. You know that Rock was just him. that was just we was banging those high systems in the ain't car, no half stepping. We, we was good. The you know, the punks. I had the blow punks. Yeah, the music motivated us. We never really thought about making music, right? Because we was making money already. So we 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 having fun with what we doing. We young and wild. So end of the day, you know, we got to hook up with your boy with, with um with heavy and heavy just turned us on and, and start just thinking you know something different. And that's when uh, my man put me on with. He put me on with the DMX. I went to see DMX that night, that day. I said, yo, let's go. And we drove over to, to Yonkers on Locust Hill. We went to Locust Hill. DMX was in a hoodie. And my man called I was like, yo, you know, I was in, the, my man was driving the car. I said, yo, where X at? Anybody see DMX? DMX said, he, it was, I was speaking to him. Right. He said, who won him? Uh. I said, my man Tip won him. He said, Tip who? So he said, you know, tips, he reached out. He said, yo, well, he seems like, oh. So he, we did an introduction and all that. He was like, yo, I hear many people come and say they want to help me and put me on and so on and so forth. So I said, yo, listen, I'll, I'll, I'll check you first thing tomorrow morning. And that's how the whole thing started, 10 a.m. in the morning. And I woke him up, knocked on this window. He, he didn't think he was going to come. He didn't think I was going to come. After that, the sky's the limit. We was on fire. We was working. Now, who's doing the music at the time? So I was, I you know, it was I had a lot of producers. Um, I started um, Swiss, Irv Gotti. I had Irv Gotti, Swiss, Vaughn, um, Shock, PK. So I had I had a, a team of producers that I jump started. This is before Murder Inc. Yeah, before Murder Inc. Irvin Lorenzo. So you put you really put Irv on, on onto the business in a sense indirectly. Uh, I was so what happened was basically we know Puffy too. So right. Puffy's doing it. We asked him, yo, Puff. You know, Pops hook us up with Puff. He said, yo, have a meeting with Puff. I'm like, yo, Puff, I need some producers. I need some help. I'm trying to get on. He said, um, I'm going to hook you up with Chad Elliott. Chad mm. Elliott's one of our mentors. So Chad hooked us up with, I met Chad, I met Irv through Chad. Okay. Somewhere, like in one of these studios, so right. I came down here to see Chad. He was doing, um, not Druid, he, he, not Druid, he, was it Druid? No, not Druid, he was doing, um, God, that Because Chad's been in the game what's for the What's the R&B group that he was doing? Um, Jodeci. Jodeci. Yeah, he was doing Jodeci. Damn, B. Yeah, he was doing Jodeci, and then I went to check him out, you know, thanks to Puffy, too. Puffy showed a lot of love. And then um, we went. Went to see Chad. Chad hooked me up with Irv because, you know, Irv needed a machine. He needed to get on. He was just a DJ at that time. He's trying to get in the music game. He's trying to get it popping. I'm trying to get it on. So I told him to come check me. He checked me. I jump started him in Swiss. Irv was kind of nice already on the DJ. And then, you know, I got him his first machine. I got Irv his first MP3, right. MPC. Right. I got him the machine. Because the thing that y'all were bringing to the table is at least y'all had cash. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Cash. <laughs> cash is important. Cash man. is, you know, cash is You can buy music with cash. Cash is everything around me. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. that's nothing. You know, we get the money. The money is nothing, but it's the history, you know, what we gonna get accomplished right. when it's all said and done. You right. know what I'm saying? And it was for a positive cause. See, sometimes you start up and neg sometimes you start a negative, but we turn negatives into positives. Positive. Most definitely. Right. So, you know, we see the situation. Like, I ain't going to be here. I might be in a fucked up situation, but I'm in a great space. Right. And we're going to make change here. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yo, internets, this portion of the Combat Jack Show is brought to you by Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly, and sensitive skin. Now, y'all know how much I fucks with Bevel. So I brought a friend along to give his personal experience with the Bevel shaving system because I know y'all are tired of me bigging this, this brand up. Listen, sir, what's your name? My name is uh, Christopher Goins. Mr. Christopher <laughs> Goins, what do you do? I, uh, by day? Yeah, Brother, but, no, like, okay. what the fuck? <laughs> oh, okay, don't worry. What do you do? <laughs> uh, no, uh, brand manager, uh, play clothes, uh, streetwear, menswear brand, started by Pusha T, no malice of the clips. So you're a fashionable type of guy. Uh, I'd, I'd like to consider myself somewhat in the know. Okay. Yeah. Now, how did you hear about the bevel shaving system? Combat Jack Show. Okay. And what convinced you to purchase the bevel shaving system? Um, it 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 was as simple as a uh, a quick, uh, <laughs> how do I say, uh, announcement from 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 yourself. Okay. Simply telling telling listeners why you fucks with bevel. Right. And uh, I found that entertaining, and and from there, I just I thought that was so honest and raw. I decided to, to check it out myself, and uh, yo, it's legit, straight now, up. Now, Mr. Goins, personally, what has your shaving experience been like prior to the bevel shaving system? So let me let me first like kind of start it off by saying I had dreadlocks for most of my life. Okay, all right. So I was Chris with the dreads for for fifteen years, about. Uh, after cutting my dreadlocks, slowly but surely lost all my hair. You know, it's kind of receding hairline genetics, whatever you want to call it. No LeBron. Yeah, no, <laughs> no LeBron, no LeBron. I didn't, I didn't try to fight it. Um, and so I, I immediately just was a barbershop guy, you know, once or twice a week, always just low Caesar, just continually cutting it. So my barber said, yo, you need to go ahead and just start shaving it. Now, I took his advice and my scalp, I, I went full Forrest Whitaker. That's the only way I can put it. Yeah. And so, you know, went back to my barber and was like, yo, I can't fucking shave. Like, I have to use clippers. And he was like, nah, you got to, you know, you got to just find the blade for you. You got to, you're shaving it wrong. I did it all. You but know? you mean your shit was on fire? Yo, it was This like, scalp is on fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was, I was definitely on planet Mars, like bump level, crater level, back of my neck, just looking. It was, it was a nightmare. Frankfurters. Uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty ugly. And, uh. So, you know, I just I just never, never trusted, never, ever decided to use a, a single blade, triple blade, quad blade, you know, razor's edge, 4,000 triple, whatever you want to call it that, you know, they're always advertising. So, uh, you know, I stuck with the barbershop, got my own clippers and then, you know, said, let me just give it another shot. Right. You know, and, and, and you know, being that this was a product that was being spoken to me by somebody whose voice and opinion I trusted. Thank you, sir. Uh, and... and that comes from a similar background that I do, and and at one point or another probably had similar hair, uh, mm -hmm. a similar hair type, I should say. Yes. Um, you know, I said, let me let me fucks with bevel. Okay. And uh, yeah. Okay, Mr. Christopher Goins, how was the ordering process? 
uh, simple, fast, quick, effective. I mean, it was, you know, it was like going into the bodega and buying a bag of chips. Okay. And how was the product when you received it? Uh, absolutely amazing. I, I literally wanted to show it off because the packaging just looked crazy. Like it just, it. Presentation is dope. Yo, the presentation, I, I really didn't even want to use it. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. Like the shit came in the box, the box came and I was like, whoa. Especially for you being like a brand manager. Yeah. You know, and oh, being absolutely. somebody, you know, that would send out something like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was, it was, it was perfect. How long have you been using the product now? Uh, I'll be honest. I'm going into my second week. Okay. And your thoughts, your personal thoughts. Yo, man, shit works. What can I say? <laughs> I mean, you couldn't tell today. I actually like, I need to go home and actually like tonight's going to be a shaving night for me. Um, but you know, so far so good. I can't complain. It comes with everything you need, you know, brush, uh, uh, shaving cream. It comes with a priming oil, which was new for me actually using a priming oil first, uh, as well as just, a like a, I wouldn't say it's an aftershave, but it's kind of like a, a soothing balm as it, <laughs> as it's, uh, noted on the packaging. So Mr. Christopher Goins, thank you so much for your testimonial. Thank you. Internets, listen, I told y'all, we're not pulling your leg. Bevel is official. You heard this man. Treat yourself like a king and cop the Bevel shaving system. Go over to getbevel.com today. Use the promo code COMBAT, like me, Combat Jack, to get 20% off your first month at getbevel.com. G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. Use the promo code Combat, C-O-M-B-A-T, and shave like a fucking boss. Cheer. Um, were you there, man, when um, you hear about this legendary battle between DMX and Jay-Z? Oh, that battle. Were you, were you there? Oh, yeah. I was I helped orchestrate it. Yo, tell us about that, man. Walk us I through that whole thing. I think it was the original flavor. So what happened was we got a phone call from... Um, one of the brothers from 3133 in, uh, in Harlem, 130 God Original in Harlem Nights, because we had an called, a group called Harlem Night. Okay. So they reached out and told us, yo, the original Flavor Cats want to come and get a bat want a battle. And they want to bring DMX, I mean, bring uh, Jay-Z to the table. Did you know about Jay-Z at the time? Uh, no, nah, not really. I, I just, you know, we didn't really, we wasn't really focusing on nobody really like right. that. We battled everybody. Right. It didn't make no difference who was at the table. We just was gonna show up, right? But we, we, you know, we knew of Dame and them in, in original flavor because that that was a hot record. At the yeah, time. they was. Can I get open? Yeah, it was going in and everything, but you know, we we was focusing on other things. So X was in in Baltimore. Okay, he was in another hood where we at. So, you know, we had to rotate X to keep him out of trouble. Right. And so, what do you um, mean change his environments? Well, we we wanted X to you know we had to we had to rotate X. X, everybody took turns to, you know, make sure X was cool. Right. And he, you know, he he was learning. He was battling everywhere. And plus he was learning, um, he was learning different styles and languages Technique. and right. how people talk in different, you know, neighborhoods, not just in Yonkers. Okay. Yeah. So he was able to, you know, go all over. Getting up out of the hood too. Yeah, yeah he was everywhere. So um, after that, X was in B-more. So he, we got the call. We said, yo, X need to come up here. We're going to do this battle. So we we was like, all right, let's do it. Where we doing it? And we doing where they want to do it at? It was like doing Harlem or doing in Brooklyn. We was like, hey, we gonna have to do it in neutral grounds. Let's do it. With, <laughs> let's do it on the, in the on the territory of the birth of hip hop. Let's go on in Bronx. So oh, we did it there. We did it on One Sixty Eighth and in in Webster. Right. We did it in a creepy block right up there. You know, in a pool hall. 
So we met up there. Did you know we nighttime? Did, it was a night shift because X couldn't get into late. So we was like, yo, it was a four hour ride coming back from from Baltimore. He drove from Baltimore four hours just to battle Jay Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fun. But let me let me ask you this before we get to this, man. I'm sure, like back in the day, everybody used to want to battle. What made this battle so important that y'all had to move him from Baltimore back to back to New York? It was important because it wasn't really. It was just that, just that a lot of niggas is just talking, and they wanted to we wanted to know who was the best. Right. So we just wanted to put it to rest. Right. And you know, we brought the dog down. You know, he did his part. Uh, they didn't get to film it or anything. You know, we kind of like this is this way before we had a world star on Instagram. Yeah, we we was like, yo, they ain't copywritten, man. You can't get this. You know, film. They was filming, and we didn't we didn't let. Oh, y'all 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 stop. Yeah, it. we shut. The, we got they filmed a little. We kind of shut it down a right. little bit, but you know, it's all good. I mean, we could do it again if we had to. Yeah, we but but what repeat? But, but tell us, <laughs> tell like, give us a, a play by play of what went down, man. Like. It was ugly in there, man. It was a pool room about this big, a little bit bigger, and we battled on um on 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 the pool table because it was so packed. Right. So Jason not standing on one pool table. And it X- was on, it's only one pool table. So both of them standing. So on- every time you get to spit, you got to go up on a pool table right. to mm, get it mm. to get it in because it's too crowded. Right. Stage right, presence. Yeah, it's too much. So we um. We put them on, put them on. They was going up on a pool table and all that. They had to do the pool table act. Um, first, um, the Harlem Knights went first. Then the, the original flavors and all that. They went and they did their thing. Then that we, you know, X and, and Jay Z was last. And it was just, you know, my guys. They was raving guns all kind. Of, it was crazy. Yo, that joint, why man. they waving guns, man? <laughs> because it was all part of the, you know, all part of the the the, the, the element, yeah. you know. You want I had the gun out on the strength because that was his uh part of his rhyme. So, you know, he wanted to wave the gun, everybody duck. <laughs> like, well, listen, <laughs> it's all good. Who was with do you remember who was with Jay's camp at the time? I know like, Dame was it was there. Dame. Dame was there. Yeah, we always there. It was Dame, me, and my brother, D. It was um whole bunch of original favor cats there. Jay Z was in there. It was it was good money. I mean, we was we was all in, you know, we was in hip hop. We was having fun with it. See, I know that y'all knew what X was capable of. Yes. But what was your first impression of what Jay was doing at the time? Jay was good with it. You know, he did a lot of um, rhymes and stuff. He was, um, he did a lot of conversation talk rhymes. So his rhymes was not, you know, more of a conversation as we have it. Yeah, yeah. So we was, we was cool with that. We liked it that. You know, X was doing that, but he was X kind of like more aggressive, and right. he was like more like, "Yo, listen, I'll break you." Da 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 da. He was talking a lot, like really going at him and stuff. So, you know, we still won. You know, we still did our part. Hey, but but, I, but y- I, when y'all walked away, I see. I like the way you said that. Y'all y'all won, right? Yeah, we still won. We we felt good about it. It was it was it was a beautiful thing. But you know, it's funny, man, because years later, you know, when 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 Jay and 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 X. When, when really when X was killing the charts at Def Jam, yeah, and Jay was behind him, yeah. you know, Jay always had a lot of slick shit to say about everybody, yeah. But, but I always noticed that he always gave X mad respect, man. You think it started from back in that pool hall? I I think I you know they had to respect each other. That they they owned that respect right, right. there. You know that's where it set the tone because. 
true talent know true talent when they see it. You know, it's raw, it's real, nothing fake about it. You know, so it's 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 a, a mutual respect. And once you have the mutual respect, it's no, you know, everything is a win-win. How'd y'all come up with the name, Rough Rider? Rough Riders is crazy. Uh, all right, so I came up with it. it's a black cowboy movie. So I'm in a room, my mom's right. It's an actual movie. It's a black cowboy okay. movie called Rough Riders. It's spelled R-I-O-U-G-H. And I, I from the seventies. Yeah, it was old. My mom's like watching these cowboy flicks. So I'm, I'm sitting in the house, <laughs> and I had this other movie. I'm, I'm this other name. It was like special, special effects. That was my first name. I said, "Your mind can't wait. I can't live with this name, special effects. It's, it's, this name is whack. It's just like a graphic company or something. I, said, I can't do that." So I'm, I'm laying on the, on the bottom of her bed, and I'm looking at this cowboy movie. Right, and I'm just like. It's a black cowboy movie. They was gunning everybody down. They was going down. <laughs> so I said, damn, I, this is a good cowboy you know, I movie. I really like this find one. Find this movie, man. And she said, yeah. She, I said, then they said, I said, who, and it was at the end. I said, I said, well, what's the name of this movie? She said, it was, she said, oh, this, it said Rough Riders. And she said, it. I said, I said, yeah, my Rough Riders. He said, ride or die. I said, that's it. That's what your mom said? Yeah. She said, ride or die. Yeah, she said, ride or die. I said, I seen that. I said, rough riders. And she said, ride or die. I said, yeah, we going with that. That's it. Yo. So like, the moms discovered it. Your moms. Crazy. The moms. Like, yo, said, word to moms, B. You got a shout out to mom, too. So she hold it down 150. That's amazing. So Yes, indeed. So y'all are working really hard yeah. to get X signed, right? Yeah. Um, What labels are you taking them to, man? Well, X got his first deal through um Columbia Rough House. Right. That was with Wyclef and them over there. We got a single deal. We did a single deal. It was called Born Loser. You know, it, it, we got it. You know, that really kind of put us in a good situation. We was able to leverage that money and actually really start our studio and things like that. Because my pops gave us a little office in, in the corner somewhere. And we was able to um, jumpstart that with the... Um, with with the studio, right. to, you know, work for X, but X dropped the, um his first single, Born Loser. We did a video for that. We did a couple of more songs. It didn't go that well. He was he got a review in the source, right? On which one? Uh, for for Born Loser. Yeah, did, Born Loser. Yeah, definitely. All right, and your pops. You you saying we were talking earlier about your pops? You know, he was real cautious about y'all coming into the game, but he decided to support y'all. Yeah, Pops was always support, support. He didn't like a lot of cursing and all that. He said, y'all just don't have anything better to do. Y'all need to, you know, use words that, without cursing. You know what I'm saying? So that was the biggest argument. You know, we was like, there, we we got to, you know, we got to do what we have to do. How are we going to get the ex to stop cursing? Right? <laughs> we can't do this one, man. <laughs> this one is going to be a problem. You know, <laughs> he's, he's, he's he's in the jungle. We had to, we had to, you know, we work with ex. ex, ex we the only ones that know how to handle X. Right. How was X when you first met him? Like, X always been the same? X has never changed. Yeah. He he changed and he grow as a person and, and, and everything. But, you know, X has always been gritty in the streets, running wild, doing X. You know, so, you know, what you, what you see is what you get. Right. You know? How do y'all develop this relationship with X? Because from the outside looking in, like you just said, you said y'all are the only ones and know how to handle X. But from the outside looking in, it, it seems like X is impossible. I'm not even shitting on the brother. He just looked like he got so much energy. That's it. It's impossible. Like, how come y'all was like, yeah, fuck this. We need somebody else. 
What was it about X that made y'all stay the course with him? Well, X is our brother. Right. You know, once we get with you, you become family. You know, we're family. So we, we, when you come in, you come in as family. Minus your situations or differences. You know, so X is not just an artist. He's a brother to us. Right. You know, we, we go, we go, we do what we have to do to support X no matter what. Right. So, you know, how we handle X was because we from the streets. So he's in the street element. You right in our world. We do this. We used to dealing with any type of ignorance that come with it. And um, X, you know, he tried every trick in the book that we already kind of familiar with. And tell, we was, tell, tell us one of we the was tricks, able man. to do that. Tell us one of the tricks that y'all had to. I mean, just just ridiculous <laughs> shit, man. I mean, just robbing cab drivers and, you know, robberies and things like that. You know, robbing little kids. He used to rob the kids <laughs> with the dog. We said, he take the dog and then he going to rob the kids with the dog and then end up back in the studio like he didn't do it. Then we got all these cats coming in the studio <laughs> talking about this kid robbed them and. You know, we had to, you know, deal with the parents right. and, you know, the street thugs and all that. X was extra, man. He did the whole thing, man. He did every everything that you can think of, X will do. We just pretty much, um, we have a lot of, we had a lot of respect in the community. We had, we know a lot of people and we, we you know, we handle ourselves accordingly, you know. So, he, you know, that helped out a lot too. So in a sense, man, the community was probably grateful for, for the Rough Riders. For every, yeah, so just for, be like, yo, please, this dude is terrorizing yeah. everybody, man. Oh, yo, know, they he he's from Yonkers, right. so you know he did. You know when you when you home, you can get away with a whole lot at home, right? You know, but you know he still did it elsewhere. But you know, Yonkers, I, I'm I, I'm from Yonkers. I'm from Uptown. Right. Period. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I lived in Yonkers, Mark Vernon. We lived in Harlem. A little, we we got we had cousins enough in Brooklyn. We didn't really we got we only went to Brooklyn when we was underground. Right, but we come back uptown. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we only went there with nobody to find us. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, what what was it though about X that made y'all? Did y'all really know that he was gonna be as big as he was gonna be? I knew that X was one of the best. Right. You know, when I met X and the way he was delivering his music and the passion that he had for it and how how he wrote his music and he always lived, you know, he always into it. You know, I, I said, you know, it's just really, you just know, you got to have an artist you believe in. And I believed, you know, I was, I believed in him, brought him to the table. My man believed him first. And he brought me to the table, and I'm like, yeah, I'm a believer. This kid is a problem. And pound for pound, man, it's it's probably not more than five people on one hand you could count that gives a more energetic live performance than X. You had Pac, he get it in, but X is You had Pac, Pac. you had Busta in his prime. Busta get it in. You had KRS in his prime, like you know what I'm saying? KRS set it off. Yeah, those Kane maybe, Kane and then, maybe, but like, that's it. That's yeah, it. Like live show, you ever seen the live show? You ever seen X incredible. perform live? Pete? Absolutely, crazy. Did you hear the the, the, the the um when 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 we was on a hard? I think it was the Hard Knock Life tour, and Jay Z. They was arguing about who was closing the show. Right, Jay and X was arguing. Jay and X, it was a problem. Right, because you know they was at their peak. Right, so Jay was you know Jay was Jay was close, he was feet. closing the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So X is like, not, nah, not. Nah. So X is like, all right, 
he can have it. He can have them. He can close the show. But I'm going to steal the life out of the people. So when they get to him, <laughs> they <gonna> would <laughs> never, ever, he would, he want to switch up. Right, 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 right. So he got in there time. He got the artists. I mean, so in time he got the fans, it was a done deal. Right. He was like, he was screaming, yo, I, I, let X go first. Let him go last. <laughs> I'm not doing it. He killed the crowd. He was Jay, Jay was like, I'll go first. Jay said, I can't even hear them. Nothing. They horse. It's not nobody out there. <laughs> so, yo, man, the dog performance game is ugly. Crazy, man. Ugly to this day, man. He got, I don't know where he get this energy from. It's, it's funny that you actually say, like, you know, you listen to music so you can, like, hustle and, and move around with. Yeah. Meanwhile, that's what X did for a lot of people. Yes. You know? Yeah, you turned that around and made that, like, I remember listening to X, seeing him live, man, I, I wanted to, I couldn't listen to too much DMX, so I would always up one up in Central Booking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know you're going to get in serious. trouble. Yeah. But I'm, you got to look at it, too. We got to give a shout out to all the team. See, because, you know, X, X have a, a, a great team. You know, we was in development with X. So when, you know, you had Irv, you had Swiss, all of them was, was green, but over right. the years, they was they they game was turning up as well as X game was turning up. So now you have you have a unique team as well as my brother D. You know what I'm saying? And and he cultivate with them in development and everything. Ice pick. So we had an X. We had an army. You have a formula. You only as good an artist as your team is only as good as the team. Right. Because a lot of artists can't really pick music. Right. Because they think everything they do is hot. But when you got a great team there and good ears, they can kind of guide you through making hits. Internets, let's take a break and talk about Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items and pop culture gear. This month's Loot Crate is a head-to-head rough-and-tumble battle for your senses. They're celebrating the fighting heroes, battling rogues, 8-bit brawlers, and other factions that you love from some of your geek and gaming favorites, including exclusive Mega Men and Assassin's Creed collectibles. There are also items from Halo, Street Fighter, and more surprises. They've got another exclusive t-shirt this month with a design you won't find anywhere else. You do not want to miss out on the action in November. For less than $20 a month, you get six to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. You have until November 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific time to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over, B. So make sure to head over to LootCrate.com combat and enter the promo code COMBAT, C-O-M-B-A-T, to save 10% on any new subscription, that's lootcrate.com, L-O-O-T-C-R-A-T-E.com slash combat. And now, back to the Combat Jack Show. So you can't talk about the DMX story without talking about Swiss Beats. Yes, you got Swiss, you got now, Dame Grease, you got Lottie, you got PK, you got you got the monsters out but, there. But Swiss is your is your is Swiss your, is my nephew. He's your nephew. Yeah, I started him at 12. What did you see in Swiss? What was he doing that made you want to start him? Like, Swiss, this is I got Swiss, a, B. I got a phone call from my grandmother, okay. rest in peace, that raised Swiss. She, she told him, oh, your uncle is going to start this record label. And he was, Swiss was already DJing in, Boss on a, in the Bronx. He was a little DJ and he's a barber. He was getting his little money. And he was bad in school. He stayed in trouble all the time. 
fighting or just cutting class? Just, I don't know. Chicks? It was just a lot of, you know, he had a little, he had situations. Right. So we, um, my, his, my grandmother called and said, yo, you know, Swiss want to do this, this, um, this music, music thing. thing. Right. I said, all right, he can do the music thing. It's all good. But he, you know, put him on. So he got on. I said, we got you. What you want to do? He said, I want to learn how to make beats. I want to just be with, be involved. Said, yeah, we got you. You good, but you got to do good in school. That's the only way you can make this work. So, you know, he was like, okay, I'll do good. So he started doing good in school. So every weekend we'll have Swiss. I have him working with Chad Elliott. I have him working with the best of the, you know, because Irv and Grease, all of them is like kind of ahead of Swiss. Right. We gave Swiss the hardest time. Because he was family. He was family. So he, it was tough love, basically. Like what? Like like what? Like well, basically, his music. We were saying it was garbage. Right. <laughs> and you, you know, was you, y'all making him cry, man? We did everything in the book because you know we, <laughs> we we you know we was we very extreme. Right. You know we we wanted right. If it was, we ain't gonna do it right, we're not gonna do it at all. We're right. just gonna fall back and let y'all just have y'all fun and it's just cool. But if we're gonna do it, it's gonna go. You know, it's gonna go all the way. So Swiss knows that. So Swiss get in there. And he, you know, he's sampling and beats and all that. And it's it's coming along. He's doing a good job, but we keep pushing him back. So he start, you know, he start, everybody was sampling, doing things like that. They had high beats and stuff, other guys that he was learning from. He said, I can't learn from Irv and them because they move too fast on the machine. I said, well, I don't know if you're going to learn like that. He said, the only way you're going to have to sit at that machine and watch and ask questions. So he stayed, he was, he's consistent. He stayed there, he stayed there, he stayed there. And then he, then he made his mind up. He said, I'm not sampling no more. I'm Fuck gonna make this. my own fucking beats right. through the keyboards. Right, right. So he started experimenting and that's when he started finding himself in his own, his, um, his own style. And, and his style is so unique. I mean, I it's, remember when y'all first popped, I was yeah. like, it wasn't just X, but it was just, yeah, Swizz's beats was just so Swiss is great, so man. like it, it was a little awkward, but it was effective at the time. You know, you know what I mean. He he had um he had the best of both worlds. Right. So Swiss as a producer, he had a lot of a lot of mentors showing him, and um he had moved from the Bronx to Atlanta. Okay, so now he got already he has the Atlanta the the Bronx swag, and he comes from the hip hop of the Bronx. Then he could shift down down into Atlanta. Now he get the southern swing, so now he had the best of both worlds. So now that's when he comes back with the anthem. He comes back with that. We like okay, this is it. X is like I'm not doing it. That shit is too different. He he wasn't fucking with that. No, we had to take X from New York all the way out to um, Maryland to to record four songs that he said he refused to refused to record. We spent nights up in nights and days up in that joint trying to get that song, and he finally did it, and that's what got you the anthem. How do you convince somebody like X, who you can't convince to do anything to do something? Uh, there's a lot of trickery going on. See the size of this guy, combat. What trickery? <laughs> like, how do you trick X into recording a song, dude? Well, basically, you know, X like X like you know, X like traveling. So you know, you you know, we just I don't that whole trip was a getaway trip, right? And you know, he was cool with it. You know, he was just like, he was like, yo, X, we got to get out of here because he was already getting in a lot of trouble up there. And he took we took a ride to Maryland. We was out on that side anyway. So you know, he said, all right, he'll go. 
you know, he, he want to get away some time anyway. Yeah, let it cool down. You know, and then we got out there, you know, we, we had studio out there and, and he he pretty much, you know, took his time to get there. But he he wrote those in the house that right. we had. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So not to the he so he wrote them. He wrote them, he ain't go to the studio. Okay. He he wrote them in the house. Without the beat so he didn't even hear the beat. No, he had the beat had and the everything, beat. but right. he wrote them in the house. You right. know, he wrote those songs in the house in Maryland. So that was pretty cool. He um you know, X never made nothing easy. Everything was, you know, you gotta earn your keep. And that's how it go. You know, Russell Simmons, I, 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 years ago, I heard Russell Simmons say firsthand that it was always his biggest artist that gave him the biggest problems. So yeah. at the time it was BC Boys, they gave him his biggest problems. Yeah, then it was Public you. Enemy, then it was LL. So yes. I can imagine X being the flagship artist, the first artist, yeah. like the hell. Man, y'all need a Nobel Peace Prize, man, for that, man. We, we, we had a great, we have a great team that right. works with X and his family. So we, we was working with X before he got on. Right. See, the whole thing is, is like we was already bonded as brothers. So when we got on, it was just more so like something new. We got called, to, we, was, we was grinding for 12 years, 13 years before we got on. Yeah, man. So- all this time we were saying, yo, we're going to get on or something's going to give, and we never got a chance. What keeps y'all focused? Because you said it earlier, man, cats that you were coming up with, like the Puffs and the Heavy Ds, now they're starting to make big moves. Yeah. Like, they're they, they not in the hood. they like, they really making big moves. They are, they are making you, big you, moves. You're staying with X. Yeah. You know, you're sharpening X. You're seeing X getting a better as, 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 as an artist. You guys are yes. getting better, you know, as the managers, as a production company. Mm-hmm. The next group you sign is the Locks, right? The Warlocks. Yeah, the Locks. So that story with the Locks, we had the Locks too. So we had the Locks, we had Maze, all these. Y'all guys. had Maze. Yeah, we had Maze too. How'd y'all sign the Locks? How'd y'all find the Locks? Well, how I found the Locks, I found X first. We got right. X. It took me a year to get the Locks. Okay. I knew they was there, but what I asked, what I tell artists like X, I told them, I said, "Yo, listen, you're a hot artist." But we ain't about one, one we, we, we not about one artist. We're about, we about having a family. To, you know, when we go out, we go out with the family. I heard about these guys. Who's the hottest artist out there? He said, me. I said, yes, that's true. You are the hottest <laughs> artist. But. Yo, you, you psych- psychological man, right? <laughs> yeah, I said, you are the hottest artist. You are one of the hottest artists. But it, to stay the hottest artist, you got to have a, as many hot people around you. You know what I'm saying? And I heard this, you know, you got there's somebody out here. I need you got to have a squad because we're going to Jack the Rapper. We got to go to war. We seen Tretch out there and all of them. I said, he said, well, he said, I'll, I'll bring him. And he bought the locks a year later or six months later. Who, Tretch? No, not not Tretch. X. Um, okay, X. X. Okay, so they X. locks from Yonkers too. Right. So he bought them. So he knew about the locks. He knew. He, knew, he knows all the hottest artists in Yonkers at that time. So he bought the locks. And that's when we, we signed the locks. We bought the locks in. We worked with them. They were signed under some other contracts. Was what happened was, they were signed under crazy contracts. We had to go pay the management, whoever. The you got contract. to buy them out. We had to go and pay visits, man. Right. It was it was weird. I, weird I'm, visits. I'm sure not all of those visits was. They was weird visits, man. That's <laughs> all I know. Rock wallers and all kind of crazy. Anybody shit. got knuckled up? Man. It's just not pretty, man. That's all I can say, man. Sign the document and let them go, man. Let's Put them go. in the fucking trunk. Let's go, man. Let's, let's have fun with it, you right. know. So, y'all still developing X. The Warlocks seemed to have more traction at the time. 
Yeah. Well, the locks got on. Be and the locks got on before X. Right. Your ex was sick over there. He was like, Yo, like how like, everybody so, like, get on before me? Because because Mary introduced the locks to Puff, right? No, no, no. How did how they get on? They got on. A, my brother D, uh, poured the locks down there. Okay. To, to um for Puffy. Right. And that's how that 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 that, that started. Matter of fact, he bought the locks in Mace. Right. And then they wrote some songs for Puffy, and they liked it. And then that's how that jumped off. How'd y'all find Mace, man? Mace we found in Harlem over there. My brother, uh, Swiss father, T.D., Terrence, bought, bought the Mace. What was it about Mace, man? Because Mace's flow was, I mean. Look he at, is a problem. But his, his flow was so different also. Like, yes. it's crazy, man, because you got X, who's one end of the spectrum. Yeah. You got the locks, and those brothers are technicians. Technicians. They're technicians. They monsters. And then you got the inventor of the breezy flow. Like, like you got Mace. Yeah. Mace is a beast. How, we, how, okay, I'm sorry. how we knew it was, we we had to, that, um, we always this is did. This crazy, why? We always did scenarios. So it was basically that niggas done started something. Right. That that song was set the whole. Woo! The niggas done started Is that not the illest Mace flow ever? Crazy. That was ugly. I love that. <laughs> that flow was beautiful. What kind of artist was Mace, man? Like, what kind of individual was he to deal with? He was cool. He was, you know, he's he was into, you know, he had all the girls, and he was a fly. He's from Harlem, you right. know what I'm saying? He was getting money. He's, you know, he's just a good, good kid. You was know? this before the Children of the Corn or after the Children of the Corn with him and Big L and, and, and Cam? It was probably all around that Big uh, Big L and all them, um, McGruff and all them. It was around about the same time. Right. Yeah, Big L was around too. It was all around the same time. Right. So it's funny because y'all know Puff. Yeah. Y'all are grinding through the industry. I could imagine knowing the industry that y'all are getting a lot of doors closed, right? Yeah. And then Puff decides he's going to fuck with the locks and yeah. mace, right? Yeah. How was How was that relationship, man? Because like these are your artists now. And y'all are raising them, but Puff is a you know he wants all his hands well, you creatively know, in the business. You know, my brother did with um with Puff most of the time with the locks and all that. That was you know, my brother was into that flossy stuff. You know, right? Uh, what what's the, what was your roles, you and your brother, man? What what roles did y'all play? You well, and D. I play like more so the streets in the business. You know, I so you I, bought in the I, money. And I pretty much discovered a lot of talent okay. too. You know, um, I bring the table. My brother pretty much he handles the A and R development, okay. dealing with the artists day to day, on on getting the music out of them, him and Swiss. So that's how that that's the formula. So you got the locks and you got Mace son, and you said you said X wasn't too happy with that. What is X doing now? Is he like yo? What the fuck? I've X, been with y'all since '86. Well, Puffer X too, but he they was more so X voice was too hard. It was too grimy. It was too this. You know, and it couldn't work over there. But, you know, we had a little thing that where um, we told X, you know, you get your spin, don't worry about it. You know, they 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 um they went where they were supposed to go at that time, and that right. was good timing. And then at that time, Irv, Irv Gotti was working. He, he was working over there at Def Jam. Right. So he got the deal. He got a situation over there with, um, with them, or he was working with Leo and all them, and they was looking – uh, for artists, and he told him he knew where the hottest artist was, and he was up in the Yonkers with us. 
And that's, you know, he brought Leo Cohen in and Leo got there. And a week before that, a couple of weeks before that, X had a situation where he had um, robbed some kid and then he had to fight the kid, father and all that. <laughs> and he, he, you know, he broke his, the guy broke his jaw and broke a couple of ribs and all that. And God um, damn, X. And, you know, we he was in the hospital or whatever, but he, you know, he gained back. We, we, we. He got back on his track with that. And then um he had the meeting right after that. So now when he when he meet Leo, we play music, Leo say, yo, this music is cool. That's it. I mean, nice music, but where is he? X is under the, the um the recording. He's in the studio, but under the board with a dog. So he hiding? Come, just laying there. He's just chilling. Right. So when he he's so being X, being X. So when he comes out, he see Leo. Leo asks him, you know, you know, some questions. He says, "Spit." He spits. But after he 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 feels him like, oh, okay, he feels how he his you know how he's getting it popping or whatever. He's just rapping, and then he said, "Okay, so he rap. All right." So next thing, he's like, "No, but show you know, show him you know what's going on." But he was rapping with his jaws wide. Mm. So he was like, "Oh, this." This, I didn't see that. So, right. you know, he was like, yeah, you're going to sign this cat right away. So that happened. So that's how, you know, we got that whole Def Jam, that Def Jam, Rough Rider Def Jam thing popping. You know what I'm saying? So you got artists on Bad Boy, and then you all got an artist, you all got a deal now on Def Jam. Yeah, we had the deal on Def Jam, then we we bumped from Def Jam and went to Interscope. Right. What At what point, man, did the relationship get sour with, with, with Bad Boy. Oh, it never went sour. We right. all know them, so I mean, it's never... It, just, it was more the artists? The artists had the situation where they wanted to move on and do right. other stuff, you know? So that that happened. We bought them out of their deal. When we went over to the Interscope deal, we went and bought them out for $3 million. And then, you know, Puff, Puff uh, bought them, you know, we, we all family, right. so... He sent them over and all that, and we just worked it out. You know how that. So it was always business with y'all. Like it was always like, you know, we businessmen and we family. We came up together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, once you family, you family. You know, ain't no blood spilt. We good here. You know, yep. we can make anything different. You know, yep. we can make anything positive. How to make a negative positive at any given time. Right. You know, let's go to a quick break, man, because because this this story is engaging, and then we about to go into a whole different chapter right now right. of the whole Rough Rider history. Internet, you tune into the Combat Jack Show, the combatjackshow.com. We got Wadeen in the building from Rough Rider. You know what it is. F your radio, F your podcast, and F your TV show. Be right back. This is Simone Amelia, a.k.a. The Boss Lady, and I am loving and living and learning and listening to the Combat Jack Show with Premium Pete. Internet, you tune into the Combat Jack Show, the combatjackshow.com. Yo, why, man? Yeah. You know, you, you talk about, you know, coming from a disciplined environment with your pops. Yeah. And, and learning how to hustle at an early age and then doing what it takes to survive, you know, living in the streets and, and, and getting money in the streets and the whole nine. Yeah. And then all of a sudden now, you're in this industry and you're not, you know, doing no, 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 no petty deals. Like, shit is coming fast. Yeah. And furious, like y'all go from zero to sixty in, in in five seconds, man. Yeah, like how y'all dealing with the 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 difference in the environment, man? 
I mean, we it was, it was like I said, it's block work. It's just, it's just like coming to um, we was called coming from off the street, going into an industry that we know nothing of, nothing right. of, and we going um a million miles at a minute. So it's just like us having to go to pay play the heat. You know what I'm saying? And they prime. Straight off the street. Straight off the street. We knew nothing about the game, but we knew we was going to show up and win. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, they only the industry only expected us to come and drop a little hit single or song, but they didn't know we worked 24 hours a day. You knew how they was looking at y'all. Yeah, we basically, and then they wanted to keep us in a, you know, a particular box. And, and you what, know. What box? You know, just basically, you know, we... And just in the just it just in the hardcore hip hop box, right. you know what I'm saying? Just about killing and all this other craziness, and we do that well. I mean, that was that's how I set it off. That's how it popped off. You know, we 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 coming from a place where we where, where we comfortable at. So with X, when we went in there with X, and we we dropped those two albums back to back on them, you know, they sick. Like you know, Leo, when we dropped the first album, three million, four million. Then Leo was like, well, shit, you might as well drop another album. We said, oh, yeah, we got another album on deck. <laughs> you had that album on <laughs> yeah, deck. Yeah, we ready to go. Right. Was so We had a format. We do an album in 30 days. Mix, mastered, ready to go. Shipped, packaged, everything. So that's how we was working. Our work ethics was the key to the whole situation. And that changed the game because yeah. Cats wasn't doing that in hip-hop. And they ain't had those two-inch reels like they have now. So right. see, we, they had this other technology. We had these two-inch reels that took, like, forever to chop and pace and all this other craziness to be able to pull it off. But we pulled it off. We did. We had, we had, we, we, we bought, we bought all our, all our immediate family to the table. Cause we don't only, we got to look at it. We don't only family that is really family in hip hop. Your sister. You know what I'm saying? involved in the business. My sister, you know, we have my sister, my cousins, Everybody is family. The accountants, Swiss, the, the Swiss, producer. Everybody, the whole. It's a. It's no no company that had their whole. And it's probably some that had the success we had that had their whole family work within the organization right. and, and 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 penetrate each lane. You know, from the accountants to the bookkeepers to the whole to the legal to like, the like legal. Matt Middleton Matt Middleton all all that you know what i'm saying my sister Lima is a, was a is a is a is a is a legal person okay you know what i'm saying so it was beautiful you know though and, and we we all um we all worked together that's what, that's that's just how it that's how we really penetrated the industry right if we was working with a bunch of people that we didn't know as we was and they was running our show we would really we wouldn't have been able to make history. Right. We was able to make history because we said, "Yo, listen, bro. No offense, and I know they want to cut you the check, because you are experienced. But you're gonna work with my brother. That's not experienced, and he's gonna learn. And we're gonna cut you the check because he understand the culture and what our vision and, our, and what mm-hmm. we need. So we paired all our family with those people, with the professionals. That yeah. Mean. And we told them, "Yo, listen. This is how it works for us. You take it or leave it. That's it. Right." So that's you know, real smart, man. That that's really how family is supposed to work. Because usually, when you're in an environment like that, and these cats come talking slick to you, and you're trying to be on in the whole nine, and you, you know, you're being amazed by the gold and the glitter, you like to most people be like, yo, to the family, like, yo, stay home, I got this. Yeah. But you knew better because of how you guys were raised. Yeah. And trained that families first. 
Yeah, your family, your family thing is very important. You right. know, even if we have difference in family, we still understand that we have to respect each other and still support the family. Right. But what's the crazy shit that's going on in the industry that y'all are not accustomed to? Right now? No, I'm saying when y'all when y'all when shit was moving fast and furious. Like like for example, well, and we said this off air, when you even when you're in the streets, there's mm-hmm. values. You know what I'm saying? There's, yeah. a, there's codes. But in the industry, motherfuckers is real loose with their Well, the, indi- the industry is, 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 is like a lot of, um, they disrespect you with paperwork. Right. They don't put disrespect you with, with words. With and words and all that. And then they'll call the police on you ASAP. But they, um, they, will, they will put in this contract because they think you ain't going to read it. You know what I'm saying? They put all this alias, crazy, I you know, know. cross collaborations and all this other cross shit. Collateralization, yeah. What the fuck is this, yo? <laughs> these niggas just took all this money and walked they put away. Put it on the table, and they we take got it a back. problem with this. Like right. this is a situation here. Right. right, right. You know who's getting all this money? Right. You know, and so once, you know, when our situation, it was basically, um, we we came in Def Jam. We really had we was part of the whole sale of Def Jam. Def Jam made they sell because we dropped those two three albums back it, to it, back. It, it they went to sell three four hundred million. Right. You know what I'm saying? And still, it was the Matrix over here on where the money that wasn't where it's supposed to be and how it's supposed to well, be. You guys didn't really recoup, even though y'all sold it, seven it, million, it eight million records. It's situations there, right. you know. So we, you know, we we was we was learning the game and earning the game. You know, what uh, mistakes were y'all making, man? I mean, we made we made a lot of different mistakes. You know, you one of my one of my mistakes that I don't feel is a mistake is that we did the Rough Rider Cash Money tour. Mm. So the big problem with that was, you know, we grew we 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 felt that you know we could do a brother to brother tour, and we did the tour thirty four thirty five cities, no problem. It's a beautiful thing. We got to learn. We got to um get more exposure out there with our brand as well as, you know, meeting they 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 uh cash money in them fans as them meeting our fans and then we just was merging it was just like a beautiful thing, you know, and um basically, you know, me and my brother I had sponsors to do my side of the tour. So what basically happened was Def Jam wanted to be on the tour but you know we had a pact that the brothers was going to do the tour together we right. wasn't going to bring no third no, no parties in the yeah, mix yeah. you talking about slim and baby like, yeah so we was you cool went, you know right. we we was cool so that didn't happen they came we told them nah we can't do it i lost my sponsorship uh, so now i'm in the seventh show and i'm sitting there and the artist is not at the, we uh, cash money is performing and the artist is not they not um they not on the next to the stage. So now I'm like, Yo, where's yeah? I'm like, where's these motherfuckers? So I go upstairs and you know the the, the lawyers and accountants is like, yo, we ain't getting paid because you lost your sponsorship. I'm like, yo, what are y'all worrying about? It's a sponsor. So you know they the law they they accountants and all that start talking. It was all in the matrix. You know when they get in start the matrix, infiltrating and all. It turned into the matrix. So I say, yo, listen. So we we um. You got a fucking show right now. Yeah, I said, yo, y'all got to go on. This is bullshit. We gonna figure out the money. The money is not a problem. We can get the money popping. But y'all can't stop right now. So, you know, long story short, we had to get the money. I called my brother. I said, yo, this and this. We went through the whole thing. 
boom, we um we put the money up. So my brother asked me because he was like, "Yo, listen," he said, "Fuck it, shut the sh- shut the tour down. Fuck that. Leave that. Let that shit go." I said, "Yo, we got seven days. We we got seven cities. We hit. We can hit these rest of these cities. We can make money off of the tickets. Right. We can make the money it's off of the merchandising." Merchandise. We we good here. We ain't had the internet. We had the internet. We probably made a whole nother process. Right. Yeah, but but y'all know, wasn't dead in the water because the sponsors pulled out. Y'all had, y'all still had money on the table. Yeah. Right. So with the sponsor, then we had our money anyway. So we so I put some money up at the same time. So brother was like, yeah, okay, cool, go ahead, rock. So in the day, we finished the joint. When we got to the end of the the show, to collect this money. The cross collaboration of the budget that came in. I was like, oh, this is wait, wait, wait. So the, who got this money, right? So that the was, label got a piece of that. No, it wasn't the label. It was the promoter that promote the shows, and he um he and that's when you take one he, he, one he, pot he, of money and put it. He in with takes another. the money from a little bit of everything, the production, this, that, this, and then he 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 charged you with it, right? So now we're like, yo, well, y'all ain't get this. Like this this particular word. This is what I'm talking about. They don't come at you on, you know what I'm saying? They don't come at you they come at with you that, real that live street shit. They right. come with you with the paperwork. With the technology, yes. So when they playing with the paperwork in the wordplay, and I said, well, this word got passed us. Why that didn't happen? So we went through a whole legal legal thing and everything with that. You know, the money. So me and my brother had a fallout on that because now I had to cover other situations with other money. So... Now I'm like, yo, it just went like that. You know what I'm saying? I, I thought that we had these cats where we yeah, wanted yeah, them. Yeah, it, yeah. Ain't cra- it, ain't, it ain't crank out like it right, was supposed right. to. But, you know, it was a, a gift and a curse. And, you know, one of my main, you know, things that I felt, you know, I missed that word, that damn word right there is a problem. We yeah. we can't let that happen again. But but you learned a valuable lesson from that, yeah. man. Yeah, how is it, though, man? How hard is it? You You, you touched on it earlier. You know, family is definitely sometimes difficult to work, but how hard is it really to it's, get? It's the matrix sometimes. With the family. That's cool, though. But um, family is like, you know, I come from a lot of, my family's all leaders. We come from, we lead. So we're not used to being led. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you have to, you know, it's it's a everybody had a lane, so it's pretty cool. As long as everybody in a lane, it's all right. It's when you have to come and answer to a particular person and you know everybody have to pretty much answer me on some level because I start I'm the founder of the whole process so you know I, I kind of sometimes be on some reality check shit like it's my shit it's not just my shit it's just ours right. but we all playing a role and just because you playing this role and it might be a little bit more sexier than this role don't make you bigger than me or me bigger than you everybody got to stay in it, stay in a lane and stay respectful with it. So you go through the back and forth stuff with that and all that. And then, you know, family is family. It's just like you got you to have your arguments and that's that. It's a done deal. You keep it moving. It's yeah. nothing. What's what's your relationship like? What's always been your relationship like with, with, with D? Because I got three sons, man. And, wow. and I see sibling rivalry. And, you know, we you know we train yeah. them to, to have each other's backs. And in the, in the public, I'm saying they're good kids with each other. But in the house... I'd be like, damn, y'all. Sometimes y'all don't really like each other, man. So, what's what's what was your relate? What's your relationship like? Me and D, me and D, we have we. You know, I'm the little brother. I'm right. the youngest. Okay, so, which is even harder because so, older yeah. brothers don't like to 
They don't, follow the lead they don't of the younger brother. They don't want to cooperate. But right. It's all good, you know. Um, but um, me and D, we, you know, I come up under D. You know, when my pops wasn't around, D was the one that I was always with. That was my older brother. You know, as we get older, you know, we we think different. We move different. You know, um, the relationship we D's like me and D's like blood and crip. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We like two. It's like two different cats. Two different brothers, two, two different people. Right. You know, I I, I like animals and sh- the streets, and he does the same thing. But you know, I'm not into the the, the gaudy stuff. I ain't trying to wear diamonds and drive four Ferraris and all. I'm not into all that. I can do it. It's nothing. Right. But I prefer to just be walking down the block like a regular Joe Smo and be good, right. simple with a dog. You know what I'm saying? And D's gonna be flossed out, diamonds, this that. You gonna know who you go, is. You know, so we in two different worlds. You right. know what I'm saying? D. You know, um, you know, he's been like that since birth. You know, he always been flossing, flying. So I, you know, I'm, I'm, I love my brother. You know, we we just do do different things. Right. Um, the sibling wars is always gonna be there, and I'm the little brother, no matter what. You know, it's still like it's always still there. Right. But the respect is there. You know, we we respect each other. We love each other. We work different. You know, he likes to work in the studio, things I like doing. He might not like, I don't like doing that. I can't do that. Right. You're you going to do that. I'm not doing that. So that's that's basically, you know, the relationship with me and D. You know, we take care of the family. D, you know, we all support each other's kids, and we support each other if need be. If we have a situation, it's nothing but a phone call. The black hoodie could come out, the black bag, whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's nothing. But we, but we gonna work easy. it out at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, how, how do you, how do you deal with uh, like you know resolving family issues? Like you said that with the money that you had to fall out with yeah. your brother. Like you know that happens to a lot of people in a lot of businesses with family. I know brothers that don't speak anymore. Yeah, because that happens. That happens. Right. We didn't speak for about six months or so. That happens. Which is the longest y'all hadn't spoken, right? Yeah. We have our moments. Only time right. longest we ain't spoke sometimes is when he's in jail or I'm in jail. Right. Uh, you know, but um you know, um is is you know, it's what it is. You know, bruh bruh's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? He handle his own, I handle my own. We come together to support each other. You know, we have family meetings, you know, to get mom and pops together, you know, we talk, we have our moment. So which you know, which is great. You just you, you got a support base. Yeah, a family that sits y'all down. It, it turns out it only take one bad word, one word to turn it up. <laughs> it is sometimes it's like this: we have a get together, we can't talk about business, right? Because once the business jump off, everybody's on flames. It's like, yo, we had Thanksgiving. How the hell <laughs> the turkey is not being? We eating turkey right now. This, we talking about yeah, well, you did that deal, and this deal should have been done like that. Uh, and why you do that? I'm not feeling you. Da 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 da. And you be like, well, you did the other deal. It ain't come out right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So you perfect. So you know, it's 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 family. You know, but you you the challenge is the you know to be able to still come in and 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 have the. The, the 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 losses and forgive. You know what I'm saying? You'll be able to yo listen. And uh, humility also. Yes. Be like, I yourself. fucked up that deal. That's all good. We're gonna go move forward, do right. what we have to do, keep this ball rolling. You know what I'm saying? Cause we like, you know, we 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 like we got a lot of we got hot tempers. So mm. we can we can get it popping like quick. <laughs> so the parents go to the basement, like, get the tools. <laughs> you know what I'm yo. <laughs> so the, parents, <laughs> the parents is like Calm down. Like, 
We're like, nah, man. You know, and, and that's just how we talk. You know, it's just we have that. You know, it happens like that. Right. But it ain't gonna be. It ain't gonna go no further than just a whole lot of talk. But Yo, at a certain point, man, the the friend, the, the 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 brand, yeah, was worth reportedly two hundred million dollars. Yeah, I think it's worth more than two hundred million now than it was then. Yo, why? How does that change your life, man? It ain't changed my life. I'm a humble man, you know. But what I'm but saying? still, I mean, all our experiences still change us, regardless if they don't change our core or who we are. But they still change our what did what did that fortune? How did that fortune change your life, man? Uh, it, it changed me from doing life in prison. Mm. Were you facing that? Were you looking at shit like that? I'm always at that time. I was looking at it, you know. It's all good. I mean, you know, we got a lot of people doing life in prison. So, right. you know, I, I seem like I'm still doing time. That's a good answer, man. But you're in the industry. Y'all are making money. Y'all are popping. What's the difficulty between really cutting off the streets? Because, you know, we, we <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what's the difficulty? Because y'all came in the game. Money, man. The difference is getting But y'all that are cash. not making enough money. We make money. That's much nothing. It's easy. Right. But here you go. Here you guys have this thing that y'all really work to legitimize. Yeah. And is that risk? Like that risk is still there. Like most motherfuckers are like, yo, I'm well, some motherfuckers are like, I'm out of it for good. Like how like I, some people is in it. You right. know, some people can't let it go. It's like a disease. Right. You know what I mean? I let it go. Right. I, I, it's like, if you can't walk away from it in 30 seconds, you stuck with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just, that's how that goes with me, you know? And for a hustle, I tell you, that's the dream. You know, uh, and what I respect so much about Rough Riders, and I don't think there's been a label since that has been so real. Like, I, everything, like, I, I consider myself a good judge of a character. You're a soldier. Right off the bat, I could tell that. But, you know, I hustled for, and I, and I remember saying, you know, when I get this certain amount of money, I'm going to quit. But I never did. You never quit. I never okay. quit. And I wound up yeah. getting locked because of that. And every time I would tell myself I was going to do that because, like I just said, that's, that's the dream to have something, to get in the record business, get some legit money, leave that shit alone. And then they get greedy. Mm-hmm. Is, is, is that what it is? is they is, get is, greedy is, and then it becomes the matrix. Right. Cause, cause your brother caught a charge. Oh, my brother! My brother is, you know, he he caught a case. He had a situation. You know, my brother's story. You know, he got that bike accident. Right. So once he got in that back bike accident, he had a head injury. Right. So you know, he was in a coma for a whole year. So after that, that's when the industry was all falling off anyway. Shit changed up. Shit was they was downsizing, merging, cutting the urban shit down. Everybody was getting fired. So it was bad timing at that time. That the economy was dropping, everything was going wrong. He got in a um, bike accident on a T Rex. He was six percent, almost mm. died. And then you know he he took him three years to rehabilitate. It took him. He was a, a whole year in a coma. He said he seen us outside the bed. He seen us around the bed because he was outside of his body. Right, looking all kind of crazy shit. It did. Um, That's crazy, man. Yeah, and then he. Um, he came home and he rehabilitated. We we spent a lot of time because at that time we was mainly just focusing on his 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 his, his, his rehabilitation. I can imagine y'all spent better. a lot of money we too. Was, yeah, so we wasn't even really focusing on music and right. all that. That that was like music. We can we were born in that. We can do music any day. We can make a hit right here in the studio and 
put it out and it's going to go where it need to go. But he, um, you know, it was our, our concern was to make sure he was all right. You know what I'm saying? So he was in a coma for a year. He rehabilitated. We had to rehabilitate him for, you know, t- about three, three, three years and he got better. He did well. He, he He's doing real well. Right. He, he bounced back. And, you know, he asked, you know, he kept moving, you know, he, he, you know, he's, you know, he was out doing what he's doing, he had situations and, you know, he ended up got locked up for something that, you know, just was a raw, raw deal, right. you know, in, in, in a situation. So he, um, he went and did a year or two right after his, um, his rehabilitation. Right. Yeah. He came right home and they locked him right up over another situation, but you know, He's a soldier, you know, he went and did his time, came back, and you know, he's doing his music, he's doing what he's doing. You know, it's all good. Yo, man, hitting 200 million or more. Yeah. You know, some people, like most people don't don't get to do that. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. In three or four lifetimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, is your family at a position right now where it's like, you know what? I mean, you never really good, but are y'all really good, man? We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We stable financially and everything. You know what I'm saying? We do insurance. We do construction. You know, we multitask businesses. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, one of my one of my goals that you know I wanted to do is is to get y'all this app. The app have all the elements in it. You know, from the 501c3. Rough Riders to the Rescue, doing our foundation give backs, and how we're going to be doing fundraisers and the whole nine. We're going to definitely implement a youth entrepreneur program. And we're going to be working on, you know, the independent distribution situation. We got that in effect. Nice. As well as we got members all over the world. We have like three, four, five hundred members. Uh, I mean, chapters worldwide, you know, Europe, Africa, Japan, you know, so we don't get on, we don't get on our hustle. And you know, it's just gonna be really more about getting back to the community right. as we never Communi- left the community needs more we than ever, right? Never now. left the community. Right. But we had a choice to make. Either you be with us or you be with them. Right. There's no middle ground in the industry. So we made our choice. Our choice is we would we with the community. You know, one of the persons that I, I left out, man, and we're we gonna wrap this up soon, man, but one of the persons that, that also brought so much sheen to the game was was Eve, man. Yeah, Eve get like, it in too. Like here you, you here you go, you got this all male roster. Yeah. How's the Eve thing happen, man? So Eve, we met Eve, we did some songs for her with Dr. Dre. Okay. They was so doing, she was at Aftermath. She was with Aftermath doing a thing over there. That wasn't, you know, that was that was what it was. They right. wasn't doing a thing. You know, I, I mean they was doing a thing, but it wasn't we was on fire. Right. So, you know, and we, she could spit. She from Philly, too. She from Philly. She did. She was doing a thing. So we had we was doing joints with her anyway for her album. So I mean, I think uh, uh, Jimmy Iveen, you know, gave us a bug and, you know, threw it out there. And we said told everybody, yeah, we know her. She good. Yeah, she'll probably be perfect over here. So they put her in a pit, let her, you know, because you had to, you know, you had to spit. Who, who she was in the pit with, man? She was in the pit with Drag On, DMX, The Locks. Oh, know, my she was in God. The, she was in it. Held in, man. So that went and down. She went. She went at it. She went away. She went in. She went at it. She went in, and you know, she passed the test, and you know, it was a beautiful, beautiful thing. You know, yo, it's amazing, man. What do you think about how she's transformed from this chick from Philly? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm saying that 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 had a hard life. She's in the pit with you guys, 
And now look at her. Like she's become this, you know, she, like like glamorous person. Yes. She's a socialite. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She she's married into wealth right now. Yes. I'm saying, like, what do you think of that whole transformation, man? Did yeah. you ever foresee that? I, I didn't I had a vision for that. I, I think God had a vision for that. Right. You know, every 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 person have their own journey and their own entity of what they have to do here. And she she did what she had to do. She was dedicated. She was focused. She um, she's humble, you know. As a one woman in that situation, she always been like kind of the realest out of everybody. Really, really? yeah. Eve is real, man. I work with Eve. <laughs> you know, she she you know I'm I'm you know she she be like, why not? I got to put these high heels on her, and I'm like, no, put your Tims back on. I, I ain't ready for you to leave the Tim world and everything. <laughs> this this glamour shit is getting boring. Right, I, you right, know, right, right. So she was excelling and growing and things Doing like that. Doing shit with Gwen Stefani and, yeah. and, and all this pop shit. And you're like, yo, this is not, this is getting carried away now, you right. know? But she um she she did everything she was supposed to do. Right. Much big, you know, much respect to, to Eve, to the whole Rough Rider family, everybody that's out there, you know. We get out, spin again, we do our part. Everybody, you know. Do what they supposed to do, you know. I got my man Little Y coming up. Little Y, I saw the video, man. Your yeah. son. So yeah, I'm grinding. He's making good music out here, man. We're grinding them out, man. We getting them from birth. We just, you know, teaching them the business. Just, you know, not just him doing school and doing his, you know, doing the music. And you know, you know, we start him early. You know, showing me he made his first check. So he told me he said, he said, Daddy. Doing what? Is is he signed? He is performed. It, is, okay. He performed for um a, a a last year or two. He performed for somebody had him book for a show. Right. So he made eight hundred dollars. How old is he? He's twelve now. Twelve. Okay. But that was like he he's was a good like looking nine, kid too, man. 10. Thank you. And he he, he um he got eight hundred dollars for seven minute show. Huh. He said, that's all I got to do for seven minutes, Dad? This is sweet. <laughs> I said, yeah, you made your first $800, right. man. Now you got to, you know, you got to save some of that money. You know, you got to, you know, pay your people and your business. Yes. Yeah, he, so he he made his, at about nine ten. He made he made his first, got his first check for $800. Nice. And then I asked, he did a movie uh, called um, Snowy Day. He he did a movie. It's in um, Sundance now. Nice. And he, um. I asked him, well, how was it? He said, it's easier than rap. Yeah. I could do this acting <laughs> shit all day long. I said, yeah, it's easy, right? He said, I said, well, why is it so easy? He said, you won't have to flow on the beach. You don't have to do this and this. I said, you're going to be around a bunch of sweaty yeah. Negroes yeah, in the said, studio. Yeah, so he does it. He do his thing. But he sings too. So, you know what I'm saying? So, he, you know, he's, he's a versatile kid. He's, right. he, you know, he's definitely disciplined. He, you know, um, and and being, he, you know, good in school. Being that you raised them while you was coming through, like the fortune, yeah. Like, how difficult was it to stay on him to be disciplined? Because you know, you know, sometimes when a family does very well, the yeah. next generation is really hard to keep the keep the grips on them. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, but for us, it's not. It's okay. a village, you know. Right, what I'm saying right. we have a village, you know, that raise raise our family, you know, so. Everybody's involved, you know. He, you know, the mothers, the uncles, the members. Everybody's involved, you know. As we open this thing out full fledged, so everybody's involved, pitching in, and thanks for everybody pitching in to support the little wild, 
in the family, you know, the Rough Rider family. So, you know, it's, it's beautiful. Yo, it's crazy, man, because y'all produced, like I said, Eve became royalty, quote unquote. Yeah. And she's a gumball. And then, and then you look she's at Swiss. She's a gumball. You, you look at Swiss right now. I see that. Like, she is, yeah, she's, she's a gumball. Gumball, she's, yeah, she's, she's she, crazy, she married man. into the gumball. She's, she is the gumball. She is she, the gumball. She's Mrs. Gumball. Mrs. From gumball. From yes. the gumball, gumball yeah. 3000 rally. That's correct. That's crazy. That's that race. Yeah. Yeah. She married the guy that owns that rally. Maximilian Cooper. Yeah. Maximilian, yes. Shout well, you out know to very Maximilian, well, baby. Well, I don't know him that well, but I know, you know, Bun Bun is a gumball for life. And the whole all the gumballs, man, are great people. Yeah. Yeah. That's cr- and then and then you look on the other side and then you look at Swiss. Yeah. Like Swiss right now, you he everything Doing he everything. touches He's on fucking it. turns to gold, B. That's beautiful. That's in the jeans, man. You got Alicia Keys in the family right now, man. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. New York. She did it real big. I, big shout out to Alicia Keys and Swiss. And she got the newborn coming in, too. Mm. So, you know, Blessings. It's, it's real soon. Yeah. You know, so it's beautiful, man. I mean, it's to have Alicia in the family, she's a dean. And Yo, this, 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 this is, is, this this is, is an American success story. Like, the, the Rough Rider story is an American. I mean, that's why I really... When when I spoke to Boss Lady, I was like, "Yo, I gotta do this interview because this is yeah. really a textbook American success story. This is some shit that you should see Scorsese making. You know what oh, I'm saying? Definitely. Like this yeah. is this is this is a movie. Yeah, it's and a definitely. People, a it sounds corny when you say it's a movie, but it really is a movie, man. It is definitely a movie. Look what, for it. What, what's what's up? What's up with uh Jen, man? Jen's good. I I need to talk to Jen. I heard he um went to he went to um he went to China. He started, he started doing a lot of work over there in China. He, he was doing real good things on that side. And then he, um, I think he crossed over. He's, he's saved. So he's, he's his, his rap music is saved now. I think he got an album coming out. Okay. I posted Now's a good time for that though. type of music, man. With yes. Lecrae hitting number one a couple of weeks ago on the charts. Yeah. You we, know? Yeah, we on that. Jen is our, one of our artists, man. We, we had a great time with Jen. What happened with Jen, man? I, I got my theories, but I want to get your perspective on why Jen. Because Jen was dope, man. Jen was beautiful. I mean, basically, he was. we, we got Jen off of 106 in Park. He was, he, you know, he was doing his battle thing, fight clubs, everything. And um, we had, we was in transition with Interscope and Virgin Records. Right. And um, we, we. We went. We took him to Virgin Records because the deal was a little bit, um, we you know, it was a better deal for us financially to and it to support. But it, the machine wasn't wasn't strong. Virgin was known was, for giving out was, those nice checks, but they wasn't had strong. no infrastructure. The, the, the infrastructure was aft, and right. so we we um, you know, if we would have kept him with Interscope, it would have it would have been very well with him. See, over there. I'm I'm glad you said that, man, because from my perspective, you know, I mean. United States is definitely a melting pot. But how I looked at it, I mean, how most people still view it, regardless of what ethnicities, ethnicities, ethnicities are in the game, yeah. it's still black and white. Yeah. And I thought just at that at the time, it was just too early. Like, we were still getting accustomed to having one of the hottest MCs being a white dude. Yeah. And then for us as rap fans to accept an Asian cat, I just thought it was just too much too soon, even though it's not taking anything away from Jen. Yeah, we I mean, trendsetters. We, right. we going to try our hand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what, you know, that's what a rough ride is. Right. You know what I'm saying? We we, we, we struggle and strive. And we we, 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 we don't have, we, we it ain't about color or race. It's about the human, hum, the human person. Right. It's about the people. You know, we human, humanitarians in this. 
And, and Jen is a great artist. We work with him as a person. He's great. You know, so, you know, we put in our work and he still put in work. Any work that we can do to, you know, cause support him or any artists out there, we're going to be open and do to do, you know, so it's a beautiful thing, man. Are we going to get uh, Swiss and X album? Oh, they in the lab, man. They in the, they in the, they in the lab now, probably. Really? Yeah. They working what, what, on it. What do they, I mean, the thing about X, like X from the outside, once again, looking in, is so crazy. It's so talented that he never lost it. He never lost it. That's a true artist, man. Yeah. You're never going to. You, you, X is, is is what it is. Right. You know, you is really, he's a true artist. And Swiss is at a level right now. Like he's, you know, he's he's an A-lister. Yes. And that's, that's, what, that's what's supposed to happen, you know. Everybody's supposed to go out, do what they have to do, and maintain and hold it down. It's like each one teach one is is we call passive forward. If you up, we should be all up. Yeah. So know what and, I'm and, and this project is gonna be out independently. Yeah. Oh, so I y'all, mean, y'all I mean, I I'm not gonna say it independently right now. You know what I'm saying? Is it's every it's, it's it's at the drawing boards. Right. But we gonna we gonna um, Swiss and him is in is finally in 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 a comfort zone, and they doing anything is real intimate and it's quiet but it's a lot of fire going on and it's like a reunion too and it's a reunion right. so look look for it man i mean it's definitely going to happen you know with the will of will of god is going to happen soon what other musical projects are y'all, are y'all cooking up right now right now we got i really just been cooking up my son i okay. just been on him real heavy next generation just, you know getting him prepped and prepared for when the, when when the siren go off he could be able to maintain and and, and and get in there and do what he do his Justin Bieber numbers? Yeah, I see. You that. know what I'm saying? Go out there and do what he do. <laughs> I, I see him on. Yeah. The, I see him like on the Disney Channel. Yeah, and doing all of that, man. Yeah, he's twelve. Moves. Yeah, yeah, he's twelve. You know, you know. So I've been developing him. You know, far as the hip hop stuff, I you know I'm definitely going to be doing a lot of consulting and working with a lot of people with up and coming projects. We could see we don't only we don't only label that license our brand mm. to the community. That's why we still relevant in the community. We only one hit away from being back on and taking the game. Right. You know. We, Do you want to take the game over, man? Because the game done changed so crazily I right mean, now. I mean, let them. It's such a different game. Why? We're gonna do it our way, yeah. man. You know, it's gonna be a beautiful ride. The ride is gonna be. It's not about taking anything over. It's just about being in, a, you know, being comfortable with where you at. Right. And we we gonna be comfortable. We gonna um. We we want to be able to have, be you know be able to move as we want to move in our own destiny. Be independent, and free. We have chapters all over the world, so we're gonna be empowering the chapters to have their own distribution. So we're gonna have our own distribution in every city worldwide. We're right. gonna be doing distribution with our chapters. So they're gonna we're gonna partner up with them, and they're gonna be discovering new talent. You know, um, we're gonna be doing audition showcases, the whole line. We do over a hundred events a year. So we're going to turn those events into tours. And then, you know, we're just going to grind <laughs> out. We're going to grind out and do our work. We're going to do our block work. I like that block you know, when, work. When, when do these planning thoughts come, roll through your <laughs> mind, man? I, you just threw out like a whole blueprint. Like, where, where do you get well, this? These, happens. This is, is that nighttime? This or? is all the time, man. This has been that going on for years. That 24-hour work. This is years of work because, you know, sometimes, you know, everybody see different. You know, you I can be able to say, well, listen, our peers – the puffies, the bad boys, all of us that we made 
as family is still doing their thing. Yeah. On some level. You know what I'm saying? We could be up there doing that. We yeah. choose we choose to be in this situation. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we can go up there and we can be like, yo, I wanna get a deal and I want this and we we will do some we do have deals and situations up there. But we don't want to be owned by the situation. Right, of course. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we, we want to be able to have leverage when we come see you, work with you, you know who you are, you know. Let's make it a win win. Just don't make it a one size show. Yep. You know, so it, it's cool. You know, it's a beautiful thing. What's what's up with the motorcycle movement, man? Oh, the bike movements, and you know that's a no. That's real. Like that's, that's a, a real whole aspect. World. That's a whole aspect of, of we, Rough Rider. We um we like the um the urban Harley Davidsons. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm. Like that's I like that. We run there. You know that's our thing. You know that's our that's that's our community. We 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 went out and we build we build um a community. In the, in the bike world, and it's not just bikes, you know, Rough Rider lifestyle. It's not just about bikes, even though it's our biggest division. Right. What's, what? Explain the lifestyle. So the lifestyle is 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 basically they is is chapters worldwide, and what we do is we have you know a car division, we had a bike division, we have standard members, we have people, we have uh, people from all walks of life that comes together. And actually, we share things together. It's a brotherhood, sisterhood. We, you know, so we we like like the law. We extension of each other. So, it, it it you know we just we we do a lot of different charitable events. We do raise raise money for children, homeless people. We are very knee deep into the community. We do a lot of work in the community, and it's just, it's just like we bridge the gap right. between the youth. You know how like generations go by. What happened is um, the old generation don't know the new generation. There's there's a gap. There's always been a generational so gap. So we bridge the gap, right, right. Because it's something that you like that we work we we do. So we do. That's why we have a a, a lifestyle. It's all walks of life, from music to extreme sports to anything you could think of. We do. Right. You know we got right now we got. Um, between in the chapters, the military is involved with our, okay. our stuff. So military is heavy. So you so got a, you got a lot of uh, people in the armed forces we that are part the military of the, the, the rough everywhere. rider movement. Yes, we got the we got doctors, cops, lawyers. Yo, man, when that black when that black lawyer. biker weekend, yeah, pops off Ooh. and you see them Oz, them orange rush rider, them, rough them, rider them Oz coming down it's the street. Ugly. Yo, that's that's amazing, man. It's ugly, man. I mean, we we even had um, we even had um platoons out there in, in Iraq and all that. We have brothers we be sending food to in other countries and they out there representing the R and the That's best crazy. and all that. That's crazy. So there's a whole nother monster going on. What do you right ride, now. man? I ride whatever I get my hands yeah. on. But what do you prefer? What do you really like? Man? I like how I boost this 1300s. Okay. That's my thing. That's crazy. You know about that comment? I know, I know 1300 is, is, is powerful. It's serious, it's, it's like a rocket, right? With no helmet, yes. <laughs> Come on, man, stop no cereal playing, man. Ball. You don't have a cereal ball? No, man, I, I, I do that thing, man. That's 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 a beautiful ride, You do, you do the wheelies too, man? No, nah, I, I let my I let my mans and them do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm he cool got the big that. handlebars up on the <laughs> yeah, top. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I just be, I freestyle. I do my little two stents. I'm, I'm real extreme <laughs> on it, so I, I try to lay back a little because you know, I had to. I have. I had to be like on some chill pill stuff because it's a. I'm on a mission. Yeah. And I. I need to be. You know. I need to be here for this mission. Yes. 
So I have to, I have to, you know, stay focused and stay on. on stay healthy, man. You got to stay, stay healthy. On point. Oh yeah, definitely. Health, mental, physically, spiritual growth all day. That's what we do. You know what I'm saying? If you yes, don't sir. have those balances, you don't have no balance. Yes, sir. You know, all day. That's what we do. Well, why, man? I got to thank you, man, for coming through to the Combat Jack Show, man, and, yeah. and sharing this amazing history. You know, please understand that that when this DMX, you yeah. know, Swiss Beat Rough Rider project drops, yeah. that that you you got a home. I'm saying when, right. when, when Lil Wah, you know, just just keep us posted on what you're doing, man. Cause, oh, thanks for having cause us, I, I'm man. real thankful for what y'all brought to the game, man, and, and, and I appreciate it, and I appreciate your time. Anything else you want to say to the I, audience? I just, where, they, where, can they, where can they find you on social media and everything? You, you can go Wadeen on Instagram. You can go to also, you can go to roughriders.com, rlifestyle.com. You can go, you know, you can you can go to Facebook at Joaquin Wadeen. You can find me all over that. Uh, you know, definitely a shout out to all the brothers that have been supporting us, Black the Bees. You have books, you have Simi, you have E, my nephew, uh, you know, Swiss, you know, you have Trevor, you know, the whole family, all the Rough Riders, you know, out there, you know, keep, stay positive, keep doing what you're doing, you know, enjoy life and don't let nobody get in the way of positivity. Let's keep it moving. Get that block work going. Get the block work going. <laughs> Once that block work kick back in, it's a wrap. Yeah, man. Yeah. Are, you, are you on Twitter? Yeah, I'm on Wadeen at Twitter. Wadeen at Twitter. Yeah. Internets, there you go. Pete. I love this episode, Combat. And I'm I'm sure that our listeners worldwide are going to love it. And I, I, I'm going to tell this why. Like, you're a success story, man. And it's great to hear stories like that. And you came into this music business. You don't really know what you were doing. And you turned it into a fucking empire. Yeah. If there's a young kid out there right now, uh, what gem would you drop on them right now? If it's like any gem to tell somebody and up and coming, I, I just tell them, man, it's just to believe in your dreams, keep the faith, and and, and 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 never never give up on your dreams, no matter what. You know, uh, it's a lot of people out there that's going to be distracting you or trying to say what you can't be, or what you could be. Just 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 have God, have faith in you, have faith in God. And and, and 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 just and just do what you do. You know what I'm saying? That's all you have to do, man. It's a beautiful, it's a journey. Remember, mm. it's not a destination, it's a journey. As long as you look at this as a journey and you your could. obstacles, it's nothing. Everything else is meat and potatoes. Yo, it took y'all 12 years to get X to pop. Yeah. Internets, you hear that? 12 you know, years. Like, like Dallas Penn used to say, man, it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. They said the more the more you fail is is the more success you're gonna have. Yep. Mm. So you know you you know you just gotta keep failing, but learn <laughs> from your mistakes. Yeah, exactly, and never give up. And don't Listen. be scared to fail. Yep. Don't scared. Don't be scared of rejection. Yep. We call rejection is your protection. Woo. And they call setback to get set up for something greater. Gems. All right. On gems. top of gems. I'm waiting for that motivational book. Why? We working on it. Yeah. Listen, Internets, you know what this is, man. Thanks again, man, for sharing this valuable time with us and and, and why from Rough Riders, man. Um, you know, man. And thank you, too, bro. Thank you both of y'all for having me here, man. You know, I ain't been an interview in a minute. They had to drag me out. I appreciate I that. I came down for y'all. They well, definitely I, I, support y'all. I appreciate what y'all doing out here, too, thank man. You, man. Keep up the work. Yes, sir. Internets, you know what it is. Dream those dreams and then man up and live those dreams because a life without dreams is black and white. And the universe flows in technicolor 
and surround sound. Blow. One. Hey, yo, internets, this episode of the Combat Jack Show was sponsored by Cards Against Humanity's 10 Days or Whatever of Kwanzaa. You give Cards Against Humanity $15, and they'll send you 10 mystery gifts for the 10 days or whatever of Kwanzaa. Space is limited to the first 250,000 people who sign up at HolidayBullshit.com. That's HolidayBullshit.com. Numenati! This episode of the Combat Jack Show was produced by Jonathan Menner, executive produced by A. King and Chris Morrow, engineered by Samir Karan, and recorded in the Engine Room Audio Studio in downtown Manhattan. This is an official Loudspeakers Network's production.